welcome to Let's Get Spiritual. I'm your host, Annie, and I'm here with my bestie, Ashley, and we'd love for you to join us as we discuss all aspects of spirituality and wellness. So sit back, take a breath, and let's get spiritual. Welcome back. We are here and we're about to get spiritual. Yes. (laughs) So this week we're talking about astrology. I love it. Yes. Um, How can it be defined though? So I went to my favorite little series of books, the little books of, I don't have it with me today, but there's so many of them and it kind of was what inspired me to do this podcast because there's so many different aspects yeah. to spirituality. We will one day actually remember to link that in the show yeah, notes because to our they're YouTube great, because yes, great books to read. They are good. So it's defined as an ancient metaphysical system based on the patterns of planetary movement within the Zodiac's constellations that has the potential to provide individual insight, relationship, mutuality, and deeper understanding of the timing imbued for your soul's purpose. That was a lot. That's serious. That was a lot. Yeah. For me, my definition is it's a map. Yes. Definitely a tool for your and personality. It, yeah, it helps us gain insight about ourselves and about others yeah. and about our relationship then with that person mm-hmm. too. Based Assuming on that. that the person isn't in like a like bad place, like if they're a substance user or something yeah. like that, like that, that can change that people's things. Like don't live by astrology. People are people. Yes. They can surprise you. Yes. You don't know what their life has done to them yeah. <laughs> up until the point that you've met them. But it is a very good like roadmap. Exactly. That's how I really like to look at it. And tools like a lot of our spiritual practices are tools that help us deepen and get closer to ourselves. Yes. Um, So just like with anything we discuss, these are matters of spirituality, of ancient methods and practices. And we must always approach these with openness, love, respect and integrity. So let's dive in. I want to start with the basics. So there are 12 zodiac signs, which make up the 360 degree view of the sky from our earthly vantage point. So every two hours, the constellations of one of those 12 signs is always rising and, and rising at the earth's most Southern Eastern most point. So if we take the whole view of the sky and we divide it up into these 12 slices of like mm-hmm. pizza, they each have like 30 degrees, make up the 360. So that's what the 12 zodiac signs are. And they consist of the ones that we know. Um, uh, let me, I just lose my spot. I was going to say, you're about to name them all off. I don't well, think I know all of them. And here's the thing. So there's been some weird, debate. This I'm is sure. why I got lost. Cause there's some debate that there's a 13th zodiac. I Oh, ficus. Right. If you want to bring that up. Yeah. There's supposedly another one. It changes everything that we are then. Yes. Hold on though. It's a constellation. So, and so are these, these are constellations, but with mathematicians and the astronomers, they divided up the 360 degree view of the sky into 12 equal, even parts. And if we had 13, that wouldn't happen. So like the 12, um, plus we get three signs per season of the four seasons uh, that we have here. And there are three cardinal signs of four of the different uh, Zodiac signs. In there. So what you're saying is it could be a thing, but we as human beings are like, nope, too much work. Keep yeah, it as and it I is. Feel, well, and I feel <laughs> like I follow some astrologers uh-huh. and astronomers and they have 
uh, some most of them go to the this system with the 12 signs because right. it does because it's just always been in it yeah makes sense. and if you like if you see where the constellation of this i think it's pronounced a ficus i'm pretty sure well it, might, it doesn't almost matter I'm sorry so it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Count. <laughs> it's like when people say pluto don't, but pluto does matter okay okay <laughs> <laughs> i like our being picky and cheesy about this but yeah um <laughs> well and i feel like that that they say they've said that the constellation is in a smaller part of the sky. So it doesn't equally distribute like the time within that sign. So like most like- signs are like a certain amount of days mm-hmm. apart from each other because they fall within that cycle of, of, the, of just the 30 degree of each sign. Yeah. And I was going to say, I feel like when we're dealing with universal laws and things like that, a mathematician, like math, like has perfection to be has to be a thing. Yes. Like it's the only thing in the space time, yeah. whatever around us that can be perfect yes, is, is just the universe and, and math. Sacred and geometry. Yes. So, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 12. Yeah, it's 12. <laughs> so we know them as um, Aries, the Ram, Taurus, the bull, Gemini, the twins, Cancer, the crab, Leo, the lion, Virgo, the maiden, Libra, the scales, Scorpio, the scorpion, Sagittarius, the centaur, Capricorn, the sea goat, Aquarius, the water bearer and Pisces, the fish. So in addition, like that's just not the whole astrology thing. It's not just about those. We have the luminaries and those are all of the planets, the sun and the moon. Okay. Pluto included. Um, so <laughs> these you are, are right by like Pluto counts, yeah. guys. Don't so forget her. <laughs> the way this happens and the way this map works is our view of the sky. Mm-hmm. Um and like, for example, let's take the day that I was born. So for the day that I was born, <laughs> okay. when the word of the day that you yeah, or no, any I of just, us were born. It just made me giggle. I don't know why. Go yeah, on. <laughs> okay. So in on that day, at that specific time, the earth, from our viewpoint, there were certain planets were in different areas mm-hmm. of the sky that these 12 astrological signs make up. Correct. So based on where these planets are, kind of give you a picture of your yeah, personality. Of who because you are. Pluto is the the planet of transformation. It rules the subconscious. Um, Neptune is the planet of spirituality and creativity. Uh, Uranus is the planet of liberation or change. We can just say it. Uranus. They, yeah. not well, I also there. was going to say, are these your planets? Because that would make sense as to why you so passionately defended Pluto. No, okay. no. I mean, these are all the planets now. Yeah, like, I didn't know if this was your chart that you were reading. Well, and I mean, they're all of them are present yeah. in a certain sign of our chart. So Saturn is the planet of discipline and integrity. Jupiter's the planet of expansion and wisdom. Mars is the planet of action, um, initiatives. Earth is just Earth. We're here, so we are on <laughs> it, observing it. all of these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Venus is the planet of love and harmony and pleasure. Mercury is the planet of communication, both nonverbal and verbal communication. Also, that's with your stuff when it goes in retrograde. Yes, it sure yeah. do. Um, the Moon is the it it isn't it, it just affects, the moon? Yeah, it's the moon. <laughs> but um, it's important. But it affects our intuitions and our emotions yeah. heavily. Our emotions and the sun is like our will and self expression. So because don't they all where they fall too? Like it's yeah. they're all important. They're numbered. It's yeah. like it falls in a certain, certain house, house and yes. then wherever that is in the order is like really what makes your yeah. like outer personality. So like if your Mercury is in the sign of Aries and Aries is like the Ram and very like, you know, straightforward and it's a fire sign, you may communicate very directly with passion, like 
those kinds of things is how it kind of like, it's like a certain, it's just like a map. Yeah. So like the way it was on that day is a kind of like a snapshot of like your personality. Now it's not like how we said, it's not, it has to be this way, no. but it's heavily influenced. And you definitely it. notice it once you know someone's chart and like what each of the things kind of mean. Yes. You can really see I'm like, how mm-hmm. it does play into Y'all. things. Yes. Yeah. Cause I'm a Libra is my sun sign. Yeah. So that's the thing that like, your Everyone perceives me as, yeah. yeah, um, is ruled by Venus. And I am your typical, like, I love to flirt. I'm yeah. romantic, like all those things. So it does, it does help. Yes. I'm a Gemini moon. Watch out. <laughs> One second, yes. I'll be nice. The next second, I want to punch you in the throat. Yeah, like, your emotions <laughs> yeah, can exactly. go either way. Yep. And I, I'm a Leo I, yeah. rising. Oh, and Leo is one of those like fiery, passionate ones. And that's what you, that's Leo or your rising sign um, means it's whatever sign was rising on the horizon mm-hmm. when you were born. Yeah. So, um, and yours is in Leo. So that kind of just means that you have a very fiery like, personality. Pers- yeah. That's how yeah. people perceive you is like yeah. the, the mask that you put on. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, it always, always lines up. Like my moon is a Virgo moon and that's very analytical. Very, yeah. I analyze my emotions. That's why I write so many damn notes. It's like notes. OCD sign. Like yeah. everything has to be like, yes. So when it comes to sense. my emotions, I'm always like, why am I feeling this way? What's making me? That's why mm-hmm. I analyze things a little too much sometimes, but <laughs> thanks Virgo. <laughs> and my, my rising sign, I'm an Aquarius is my sun sign. Yeah. So I am an Aquarius to the T mm-hmm. in most cases. And my, my rising sign is Pisces. So that one's a very dreamer, like it's the fish. It's I very like flowy. Sometimes as we get older, we are more of our rising sign. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I think so too. I think it's a good mix of them all, to be True. honest. Yeah. Um, and what I also loved about this book is that it explained and relates astrology as the symphony of the universe, where like all of the luminaries and of all of the aspects of the zodiac each have their own part in, or instrument in the orchestra. So it's just making up this beautiful song yeah. and it's just like constantly changing and moving and like different parts have like a different solo <laughs> and like things just come up. So each time one of the luminaries, the planet, sun or moon move into a new sign, it affects that part of us too. Mm-hmm. For example, Mercury is the Uh, communication um, and moon is the emotions and intuition. So when Mercury is in one of our signs, we may communicate more strongly because it's in our sign or like the same thing with like emotions or like when the moon's in cancer, I mean, we're all just crying. It's just a really (laughs) sad time. Yeah. Yeah. Because cancer is like a water sign and it's a sign of like releasing emotions. They're super emotional. Like I've definitely, there's lots of cancers in my life. Yeah. And I hate that they try to act like some of them try to act act like like they're they're not emotional. And I'm like, you're super emotional yeah (laughs) you're being emotional trying to not be emotional exactly god (laughs) and i'm sure many people have heard and have even dreaded when mercury is in retrograde yeah reggaeton as i've seen now see you don't know the buttons even mercury's in retrograde (laughs) need to label these i know (laughs) sorry venture x (laughs) so what that means to our earthly perception this whole retrograde thing is if we followed mercury through the sky and it's going in this like forward orbit 
to us, it looks like it slows down and goes back the other way a little bit. Okay, so good. that's retrograde. Yeah. It's just going in its little mm-hmm. happy orbit. It's just but crazy to that our it's... perception, okay. we, when it goes around to the furthest part of the orbit from us, it's perceived as it's slowing down and then yeah, going back, the yeah. opposite way. So that's what retrograde means. <sighs> So that actually, so and its forward motion is clockwise. The the backward motion and is everything the obviously retrogrades. Yes, um, anything that has an orbit to our perception will retrograde yeah. because it's. I feel like Mercury hits us the hardest because well, communication is life, and it's, and the, it's closest the closest to us. Yeah. So we're gonna see it more often than not because it's mm-hmm. a fast planet with a, a closer orbit to us. So Pluto takes a really long time when Pluto retrogrades or when Pluto moves into a different sign. There's usually like a generational like consistency with this. Is- Pluto's in like the sign of Aquarius. Yes, or Pluto just moved into Aquarius. So that's why I feel like we're in a more forward new age kind mm-hmm. of move, movement because and now it's like a generational thing. More and more people. And Pluto rules that. what again? Transformation and makes sense. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> so like crazy story about Mercury and retrograde. <laughs> it's really crazy because it. It, even in the shadow period. So the shadow period is that time where it looks like it's slowing down before it goes into this retrograde. Um, things typically really do happen when Mercury is in retrograding, which is why people are like, oh my God, it's so everybody knows it's happening. You're like, what? It happens with communications. So like personally within our relationships with each other, maybe you're just like miscommunicating, someone's dropping the ball and communicating or on a larger scale where like internets are down. I remember one time, like I think Instagram went down during Mercury retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> at my personal job at the bank, no matter what. And I've trained people and have said, listen, Mercury is about to go into retrograde. <laughs> and we usually get this email that says that online banking is down. So just be ready to help our customers because it's happening. It's, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> going to happen. And it was funny. The last person I trained the first day, I was like, there it is. That's the email. That's crazy. For. It always happens. Yeah. And I always feel like um, like my car GPS doesn't work mm-hmm. as well. Like little stuff, like the radio station isn't. You also just have a weird way about weird... you with technology. It's so, strange, I mean, retrograde, man. yes. Annie, yes, too. So, yes. Yeah. So, um, so we have our luminaries and they move around these 12 slices of the 360 degree sky, which make up all the 12 areas of the zodiac. And within those 12, there's like subfilters. Okay. So the first one is the elements of the Zodiac, which are the four elements we know as the fire, water, earth, and air. So um, fire represents power, courage, and that is the sign of Aries and Leo and Sagittarius. And they each add their own spin to that like fire representation with their own personal signs right. too. So like this stuff gets deep. People just oh, you think know it's like mention that time is important too. Did you mention that? The what? The time the is time. important too. The time that you were born also oh, yes. well, is and, a huge part of what makes a chart. And that's accurate. what tells us that is the time of your birth is where all of these yeah. places are in the chart. But even as we move through life and these things are moving mm-hmm. along in the sky, it affects us in different, in different ways. ways yeah. Um, next up, we have the element of earth, which represents security, consistency, reliability. And those are the signs of Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. Then we have the air signs, which represents intellect and innovation. And those are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Hey, hey. Those are, uh, it's funny because like almost all of my friends are air signs. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. Um, 
And also I want to put a side note just because the water bearer is the Aquarius does not mean it's a water sign. Facts, That's many a people lot of people that. confuse that. So yeah. Aquarius is an air sign. Next <laughs> like, up. Let me I correct am, this yes. as an Aquarius. <laughs> yes. Um, and then we have the element of water. And the water signs um, represent creativity and sensitivity, and they are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. So those are the four elements of the Zodiac, mm -hmm. and they contain three signs of the Zodiac. Now we have three qualities Jeez. of the Zodiac. Okay, going deep. I know. Yeah. I This part was really interesting to me. Um, I've heard of the qualities of the Zodiac and that there's three of them. Mm -hmm. So there's four four signs in each of the three categories of qualities. Okay. So the three qualities are cardinal, fixed, and mutable. Okay. So we're going to dive a little deep into these. So the cardinal signs are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. And they are cardinal signs because they're like the captains of each element. They're always ready to say, I'll go first. They tend to lead the way in order to achieve success. The cardinal signs also fall along with the winter and summer solstices and the spring and fall equinoxes. So if you think about yeah. it, like it's crazy that like Libra is in fall and you're at the very mm -hmm. beginning of that season. Yeah. And that's how all of the signs in this cardinal um, quality work. So <laughs> I thought it was really cool. Like Aries is in um, the springtime, summer is cancer, autumn is Libra and Capricorn is winter. So I yeah, thought that was really that's cool. cool. So they're like the initiators of right. the Zodiac. So that's just a deeper element of your own personality mm -hmm. too. Um, then we have, um, so because there's, and this is why there's four, there's a cardinal air, a cardinal fire, a cardinal water sign and a cardinal earth sign. Right. So very interesting that it like has this like depth to it. Then we have the fixed signs and they're Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. So these are fixed because they embody their element the most strongly out of all the signs. So for example, in our calendar year, the months that these signs fall into hold the peak of each season. Okay. Um, so like the cardinal signs were the beginning of each season. They represent the new beginnings. The fixed signs are like right at the peak. So they really exude that very strong, deep energy that each of the four elements represent. Okay. So in the Northern hemisphere, Aquarius is like in the dead of winter. Um, and Taurus is the embodiment embodiment of springtime. Leo is definitely in the heat of the summer yep. and like Scorpio is in the peak of the fall. So, um, like in fall and water as a Scorpio, both represent transformation. So it just like really reflects back to like a different layer of each of the signs. Yeah. So last up, we have the mutable signs. And they are Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. They're like the grand finale. Right. They're the caboose. They're yeah, the they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're they're the the transition signs as well. So they're not fans of either or, but more like the people who are the and both. Okay. So they don't like that. They like to to transition. Um on the calendar, they fall into the parts of the seasons that are almost two and one. So like where one season is shifting into the next, but not officially there yet. So for example, in our Northern hemisphere, Pisces falls in the time of our calendars where, Hey, it might snow or it might be 60 degrees we'll tomorrow. Find out. <laughs> Global warming. Yeah. Same with like Gemini spring and summer. It might still be a cool spring day, or it might just be like 90 degrees <laughs> in, in like that June time frame. Correct. So it's crazy that like that aspect of our signs are also affecting us mm -hmm. as our personalities yeah. too. Like I never really thought about like as a fixed sign that like makes total sense. Like I feel like I embody 
what it means to be an Aquarius. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, we, we were talking about this. Yeah. I am you a are definitely sign. a yeah. cardinal <laughs> sign. You even said, you're like, I'll go first yep. all the time. That is me. And that's weird. Like mm-hmm. I never would have thought of that as a relation to yeah. the Zodiac and all of that's this. crazy. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, so And as you can see, like finding out your sun sign, your moon sign, and all of your planetary placements, as well as looking into the elements and then the qualities of your signs can, what they all represent gives you a pretty clear and accurate, accurate picture of your own personality Mm -hmm. type, your own qualities and how you might react in situations. The guys that are listening to this, if you're ever like dating a girl and she's like, what time were you born? She's trying to figure out your chart. This is why (laughs) why. we need to know the date, the time and the location because- Excuse oh, me. and the location. Yeah, yeah that's the other thing. because if yeah. you're somewhere else, then the planets are going to exactly. look different. We need so much. Okay. I need to know exactly where you were. Yeah. <laughs> she's asking you these questions. I mean, she likes you. Yeah, <laughs> or, or that, she's or she's testing you. She, yeah. Well, <laughs> I think she's gathering her information and determining. Makes sense. A little bit of that. So, um, when you know when these planets shift into different areas too, it, it reflects our own parts and like our planetary placements that energy definitely influences us to mm-hmm. parts we're like not even conscious of um so like it's again not all concrete like just because i'm an aquarius i'm not just an aquarius i'm an aquarius right. like and i know other aquarius is born around us that we're all different that's mm-hmm. because the planets are always moving so right. you have different aspects that's crazy i know to think about I how really... everything is so different and how it just a day or like a couple of days, a couple of hours, a couple of hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane because people can be born the same day, but have their totally different like personalities and stuff too. Also your own programming, conditioning and childhood affect all of of those things. But yeah, now that you know, pay attention and watch what happens. You'd be like, Oh, those crazy girls on that podcast. They know what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just think it's really funny. There's like people out there who like, talk bad about astrology or like oh i don't follow that and yeah. like you are actually embodying the and sign like if you know this you i was gonna say and if you're really good and you know the sign you're probably like oh you're up yeah yeah, yeah. Like, mm, you're very that's the part that i'm not good at like i can't pick people out by their sign no but we'll probably Sometimes. have someone on as an interview one day yes. who knows a lot about this kind of stuff fingers crossed yes. yourself to ask but yes. we're just gonna I, manifest putting it, it out there already it. Yes. <laughs> if you listen to the last episode you know <laughs> we're gonna ride the wave um but yeah i'd like to dive a little bit deeper into that and how how someone who like actually does this and like has like does readings for mm-hmm. like astrological readings I, yeah. I would love to find some more stuff out. So ultimately we have free will and with our free will, we can choose to listen to these, the song, the symphony that this is playing, or we can just tune it out and not listen to it at all. Yeah, You get to choose the volume of it. Some people read their horoscopes every day. I don't, I don't love horoscopes. No, because then I have to read three of them and it's so much. Yeah. I like probably get read a, more of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do like, um, I do like doing the apps that you do your whole chart with mm-hmm. um i forget the pattern is a one of them pattern doesn't... is one of them um there's another oh co-star yeah, is the, the co-star other one. is the other one that i've used before too i only really use that one to give me where what my chart is the my chart full is. chart yeah. and to see where everything and you is can, there's websites you can use there's other ways that you can find this stuff yeah. out but the most important thing is location obviously the date and the time that's yeah. how you get that picture perfect yes snapshot of someone's makeup. exactly it's pretty great I think it's time for some tarot. It is. And we just, 
Oh, I'm sorry, another card. No. Oh. I was like, ooh, what is that? We'll start with it. We decided that we were going to use this fun deck. It's called the Moonology Oracle yes. deck. And it's fun because it uses like zodiac signs and stuff. It yeah. Just it talks about it. where the moon is like moon in Virgo, yes. moon in here, yes, and yes. like the phase of the moon. So while Ashley shuffles those beautiful cards, we're going to take some deep breaths and clear out the mind, make room for some openness. We're going to take three counts in on the inhale and three long counts out on your exhales starting now. One, two, three, and exhale. One, two, three, inhale. Exhale. Inhale. And let that out. Exhale. Getting stuck there. I don't know if three, but we might as well just roll with it. Nice. They just jumped right out. They did. So we rolled. So we have take time to breathe out. Oh. Oh, what's that word? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> Disinventing. Dis what's that word? <laughs> There's big words on there too. They're not disseminating just, moon. What the heck does that mean? Um, I think like right after it's full, okay. that's how it looks. It's going into one of the gibbous. I you believe. know what the most important part is though, is the message. Yeah. What's the message? <laughs> <laughs> Take time to breathe out yes. is the first card. We just did that. We did. I was, mm. was like, oh, I, I did ask to connect with these cards. So. Yeah. Um, this is why I like these. Cause they just have a message that's on them. So then we have, don't let pride get in your way. Nice. That has to do with represented by mode. full moon Leo. <laughs> See, once you know (laughs) and your dreams need a practical plan, which is full moon in Taurus. Nice. So, I mean, these are pretty much just straightforward. Um, I would say that obviously the moon or the universe is at least asking you to be in the moment. Yeah. Um, obviously you have some like plans and things that you're trying to get to happen, but need to stick here right now humble yourself all right humble yourself yes you do deserve these awesome things that you want in life but you don't get to pick the time that it happens (laughs) (laughs) wow this is targeted why is this to me (laughs) Um, Um, so you just kind of going back to the last episode you just kind of have to ride that wave and yes it'll happen like good things are coming just keep doing you just breathe in and out take some time to yourself do you and humble yourself and your dreams need a practical plan. I'm curious to see what the top and the bottom is. Ooh. Balance spirituality and practicality. There we go. That's right on par. Nothing will come of this situation. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you don't balance anything. Yeah, I suppose that would be a good Yeah. If you don't actually take the time to do all these things that I just reviewed, it actually probably will mess up the vibe and nothing will come of that situation. It. Keep you from it longer. Yeah, well, right. to take a crusty turn, but the most important part is stay in the moment. Yes. Enjoy the journey. Yes. The destination is there. We'll get there. I <laughs> know it's there. annoying. <laughs> I feel you as I say these wise, wise words, but 
We'll get there. Yes, you will. So we want to thank you all for tuning in. I hope you all get to discover a little bit more about yourselves based on your birth chart. So keep looking to the sky and stay spiritual. Yes, hit the button that works though. Yes. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs>